0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper but now you can win cold hard cash their over or under game. Just head to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group and Snipper will automatically match your first deposit with $100 at snippa.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGP app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. It is Monday, the 23rd of May. And we are here to handicap the slate of games for Tuesday, the 24th of May. Uh, we're pulling double duty today. Uh, already done the Monday games, which hopefully people caught up with and got your bets on. The uh, first pitch is around about half an hour from now. Uh, and joining me for the second time uh, today uh, it's a rather sleepy Mr. Noah Berwick. Noah, how are you doing, man? Nice to see you awake.
1: How's it going, uh, Malcolm? Yeah, just a, a little boneheaded move by me on my part. Took a, a uh, pill for sinuses, and then while I was handicapping games in our little four-hour window, passed out. So I don't have my typical <laughs> DFS. I don't have my typical DFS stats that I typically would for a podcast. But I'm ready to go with some gambling angles and uh, ready to pick some games with you. So, uh, without further ado, I feel like like I'm slowly slowly dragging everyone down to my level. This is what I
0: tend to do instead of raising my level to that of those, (laughs) I'll just drag everyone down. So, (laughs) uh, everyone's starting to get the times wrong now because of me. I've I've now started to get you all messed up with the times, and now you start sleeping through things. My uh, my general lethargy towards everything is starting to rub off uh, all this way, so yeah. Uh, you can have that, you can have that little nap on, not a problem.
1: Literally, if you want to sneak peek into our group chat, it was okay. I've started <laughs> to handicap these games and then boom, my computer gives me this little notification and it's four 30, the recording time. Malcolm goes, I'm done. And I was like, Holy shit. My hand is all red. Cause I just fell asleep on my keyboard, but yeah. So uh, yeah, not, not the brightest move by my part, but uh we're ready now. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're we're very ready, and luckily, uh, we've got all the winners as well. So, yeah. I don't like about any of that, we've already yeah, had some. I uh, I, I came in third overall
1: our... for tally site. You had a good week as well. Yeah, yeah, I
0: keep keep landing ahead. Um, keep landing in uh, plus five hundred, which uh, in a long old MLB season is a good place to be. And I seem to be uh, on fire with the over unders. That's been my friend the last three or four weeks now. So, nice. yeah, just keep doing, keep doing what I'm doing. Like, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's working out all right. Um, yeah, we've already had some feedback from uh, the earlier podcast that we did today for the Monday game. Oh, did we? I did. Yeah, I did take <laughs> the piss out of you a little bit. Oh, I suppose you sucked all that. As yeah, there's a couple of people laughing at um, the mild amount of stick I gave you. Um, yeah. And then also the, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the ad reads, which will come up later on. I'm sure we'll get to that. The Manscaped Not, uh, ad reads. Uh, it's, Patrick, it's actually, Patrick it's is actually, in touch.
1: It's actually nice to know that people don't skip through those and they'll actually listen to you. you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I must admit. Uh, sometimes if you haven't got time, you just want to get to the picks, you might just skip through to the end. But I can't imagine people ever doing that with us. Uh, Yeah, Patrick uh, was being in touch. So thanks for getting in touch, Patrick. I'm glad you enjoyed my work uh, on the Adreed. And uh, like I say, I hope you take your balls for a pina colada later on.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hit us up on Twitter at MLBSGPN (laughs) or Malcolm (laughs) on Twitter, me on Twitter. I love answering DMs on different games and stuff. It's always fun talking to you guys. So love the interactions.
0: The first game tomorrow is the 6.35 Eastern. Uh, first pitch, which is the Colorado Rockies and the Pittsburgh Pirates and it is one of the few TBD pitches. I think we might have two, possibly three tonight uh, so we can get this one out of the way first. Kyle Freeland is going for Colorado um, and it's the Pirates who are TBD. I've got nothing at all for them. Uh, Freeland, one and four with a 485 ERA um, and that's about all I can tell you. There's no lines up on Tally's site either, which tells you that the pitching matchup was still up in the air. This was a game that um, I was actually looking to see what happened today in that Rockies and Pirates game um, because we we fancied Colorado. I think at least two of us uh, locked them up, actually. Megan Dillon uh, locked up Colorado earlier on, but I did want to watch this game just to see um, how they played off the back of that long home stand that they'd had uh, and... Freeland has been good on his two road starts. I was looking towards the Rockies um, as a lean. He's got a, he's got a 082 ERA on the road, only had those two, um, two starts, but nothing, he hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, but yeah, but apart from that, I can't give you anything else really. Um, Noah, did uh, anything come onto your radar with this one, or was it just uh, too vague?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is a little vague when you're missing a pitcher here, but uh, this is Mitch Keller's spot in the rotation, but the pirates moved him to the bullpen because he's been so inconsistent. And that they're hoping that if he, if they just give him a one, maybe a two winning job that he can shore up on some of his, um, location issues and stuff like that, because he does show promise at some times. And it's really frustrating as somewhat of a pirates fan to see the talent that he could have and doesn't bring to the table every given day. So um, I I do, I would mention this. Um, Have you guys had Ariel Epstein on the podcast? I know Dave was trying to uh, get us with her, right?
0: Yeah, Moon Um I think they did some NBA stuff last week. Okay.
1: So yeah, Ariel on the MLB network um pregame spread. I, I forget the name of the show. She locked up the pirates on the money line against the Rockies today on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, go we with, got a little, go uh... a little bit of a little bit of a duel. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah,
0: we'll te- test our metal against uh, everyone see. Uh, yeah. What comes up there? Uh, yes, yeah, so we, we move on to the 640 Eastern first pitch, which is the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. Marcus Strowman is pitching for the Cubs, and Tyler Marley goes for Cincinnati. The Cubs are minus 106, Cincinnati minus 112. So very nearly a picking. The over under is at eight. Uh, Noah, take it away. Cubs at Reds.
1: Yeah, so Marcus Stroman's one and four on the year with a 4.88 ERA, 28 strikeouts, 31.1 innings pitched on the season. In the Stro shows first appearance back from injury, he pitched five innings with six strikeouts, zero walks, and two earned runs against the Diamondbacks, which was actually his best start so far this season. On the other end, Tyler Molly is another struggling pitcher. Who is two and four on the year with a five twenty three ERA in forty three point one innings pitched, with forty four strikeouts and twenty walks? His last two starts were against Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and they've been great. In both games, he went six innings and gave up two runs to Pitt and only one to Cleveland. I'll pick the Reds to win the game, cover, and for the total to go under.
0: Uh, okay, I love that. Uh, I thought exactly the same. I've got I've got the Reds down. I took them earlier on a couple of hours ago, plus 100. Uh, so they've they've shortened up a little bit to that minus 112 price. I just don't really trust Stroman. Actually, both pitches uh, recently have been a lot better. If you look at the last couple of starts, um, Stroman has given up, what, four earned runs in his last 18 innings pitched. Um, he had a good start at Milwaukee, where he gave up no earned runs through seven. And then he had that little break for injury. Um that was on the first of May. Then he came back on the nineteenth of May, uh, so he had a, he had a couple of weeks off, and he's been fine. And Tyler Marley, actually, I think we've picked him the last couple of times on the on the podcast, and um, he's done okay for us. He's, he seems to be rolling a little bit. Um So yeah, I, I thought that was a decent price for Marley. And again, he's uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. He he got yeah. a win at Pittsburgh for and, us, and pitched really well. Just gave up one at Cleveland, and since that, he a different team, frankly. Uh, I mentioned the weeks, stat. Too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, sorry. I mentioned I mentioned the stat where uh, both these teams have placed fifteen guys on the injured list in the last five yeah. days, which is just crazy. And I, yeah, that that's one thing, one reason why I, I like the unders here for the series.
0: Yeah, uh, like I was, I was just saying that Cincinnati being a almost a different team, really. So at least they're, they're playing kind of five hundred ball ever since they had that disastrous. Uh, and so Joey Votto was eventually back off the COVID IL. I had him on my TG FBI he, team. Um, he hit a he home had that... run
1: in Toronto uh, over the weekend.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, he was on my bench. That's probably why I didn't notice <laughs> oh. that. Um, he just had that. He had that COVID little yeah. designation for about two weeks. I think, so obviously,
1: uh, whether or I, not they were... I know he's Canadian, and that was they were advertising that as ah. like his last game in Toronto. So yeah. that was that was a big moment. That was pretty cool.
0: Okay, interesting. So, yeah, so that'll help them as well, hopefully. You can. Uh, I need a few dingers in that in that fantasy league, so uh, hopefully that'll do it for us. So, yeah, uh, all about the Reds for us. Then we'll take Tyler Marley. Uh 6-4 Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the Tampa Bay Rays. Pablo Lopez and Shane McClanahan uh, are the two pitchers. Whoa, there, Metallicite! tally sight has just gone berserk. Uh... <laughs> Miami are plus 140. Um underdogs in Tampa Bay are minus 164. The overall under is a very skinny looking minus six and a half. Um which is because this looks like a proper pitcher's due. Uh Lopez is four and one, 157 ERA. and um, he started eight games, pitched 46 innings with 48 strikeouts. He's got a whip of 091. Clanahan um, is 3 and 2 with a 233 ERA, uh, 46 and a third innings pitch, 65 strikeouts, and a 0.86 whip. Um, eight games started, each in the, the two pitchers' whips a 0.91 and 0.86, which is mega impressive. Um, Lopez has been going along great. Um, he did give up three earned runs uh, and only pitched three innings against Washington last time. That was by far his worst start of. Of the season, or a shakier start, maybe a better way of describing it. Um, He's had three road starts so far this season uh, 0.47 ERA in those three road starts. Uh, McClanahan's only given up one earned one in his last 14 innings pitched. Um, Tampa are coming good as well. Uh, We always sort of just don't ignore them, but the amount of time, even on this podcast, there's been a lot of Yankees chat, there's been a lot of Toronto chat, there's been a lot of Boston chat. And I can't remember talking at length about Tampa Bay. This is just how they do things under the radar. Uh, We've probably given Baltimore more coverage than Tampa. Um, But they are 24 and 17. They've got a uh, a better record than Toronto. They're 6 and 4 in the last 10, Uh, a plus run differential. Um, Absolutely fine. Like, so I thought this was a hard game to handicap. I thought that um, Tampa were too short on the money line. I couldn't take them on the money line. Um, I couldn't in any good faith take the under six and a half either. So as boring as it sounds, um, I've got a no bet for this one. No apologies for that. That stinks. But yeah, it was a no bet. Everything just seemed way too tight and I wasn't good enough to separate them. Um, Did you have an opinion on any side here?
1: Well, so these are my predicted AL East champions this year in the Tampa Bay Rays and I will be grabbing my popcorn because this is, in my opinion, the matchup of the day between my two workhorses on my fantasy roster, uh, Pablo Lopez <laughs> and Shane O'Mac, both, I think, 6th and 7th round picks. Those are the the two guys that I can really take pride in right now that they're performing for me in the uh, D-Gen League. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're willing to do it, <clears throat> The under six and a half is very, very tempting because both these guys have dealt so far this year. And like you said, the Tampa Bay money line would be the side that I would choose, but it looks a little juicy. Um, So, and I wouldn't be too comfortable in taking that, knowing that Pablo Lopez could easily be on the other side and shove himself. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I Under six and a half would be a bet. If you would take one, that would be the one that I would recommend.
0: Okay, yeah, it's it's skinny, but yeah, it's skinny for a reason, and uh yeah, it's, it's there to be taken on if you want to do it, so no problem with that at all, no, it is going to be a really tight game. Next is the uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch between the LA Dodgers and the Washington Nationals. Walker Bueller goes for the Dodgers, and Jojo Gray uh, goes for Washington. The Lions are minus 250 for the Dodgers, Plus 208 for Washington. The over under is set at eight and a half. And uh, you've got this one under control. Noah, tell us all about it.
1: Yeah. So Walker Bueller versus Josiah Gray. Bueller, he's five and one on the year with a 289 ERA, 39 strikeouts, only 12 walks, and 47.2 innings pitched. And his last two starts. They've come at home in Dodger Stadium against the D-backs and the Phillies. He gave up five runs to Philly and the two to the Snakes. Overall, they were two non-Buehler-like starts, so I look for him to bounce back in this matchup. As for Josiah Gray, he's 4-3 and three on the year with a 436 ERA, 46 strikeouts, only 18 walks in 43.1 innings pitched. JoJo's last two outings resulted in a no decision versus the Marlins and a loss versus the Astros. Take that into account. He racked up 12 strikeouts and only two walks in the combined 12.1 innings pitched against the two teams. Gray was tagged by a good Houston lineup for six runs, but reading in between the lines, it wasn't that bad of a start. I'm looking at big time value for the Nationals on the money line, run line, and the total to be under. I'll bet all of those.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I came down on the Nationals as well, not as aggressively as you used to have. Um, I'm still not completely out on Grey. Uh, I, uh, I think he's got some bits and bobs left in him. Um, one of the things, you know, is sometimes you hear other people, um, you can get seduced by what other people tell you. And I think I listened to the radio call of the Nationals game a couple of weeks ago. Um, and obviously it was the Nationals announcers. So they were, everything uh, he'd done wrong, they were making an excuse for it. Everything he'd done right, they were talking up. Um, But yeah, I've watched a couple of his starts and I think there's definitely some upside there. So um, I thought that the Nationals would get close to the Dodgers and at least one of this set. Um, And I thought it might be tomorrow. So my lean was the uh, run line. We're getting plus money on Washington on the run line here. Plus 120. So I thought of those X. Yeah, the extra run and a half. um, I wasn't as brave as you and put them up um, on the money line. Yeah, but I'll take them with that run and a half to keep this game relatively close. Um, if you want that plus 120, uh, the place to find it is at WinBet. Um, the Bet50 to win $200 promotion is still rolling along. A uh, $50 bet will qualify you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Uh, plus the WinBet Casino is offering the 100% deposit bonus, up to 1,000 bucks. Uh, all users can receive a $20 free bet whether they win, lose or push three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Uh, the match is come at the win bet as well. Uh, the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers uh, versus Alan, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Brady and Rodgers are minus 200. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes plus 165. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, loads to choose from. Just download the Winbet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or over and present in the state where playthrough through bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Next game, 7.05 Eastern. First pitch is the Baltimore Orioles at the New York Yankees. Uh, this is Bruce Zimmerman uh, against Jordan Montgomery. And the lines are... Uh, the lines are Baltimore plus 213... New York Yankees minus 253. The overall under is set at eight. Uh, Zimmerman is two and two with a 348 ERA. Started eight games, pitched 41 and a third with 34 Ks and a whip of 126. Um, Montgomery is 0 and 1. Can't buy a win, Montgomery. Uh, 335 ERA, um, 40 and a third, 32 Ks in a 1.12 whip. Um, the two pitches have almost identical lines here. We've got the, the pitch one in indifference, uh, 41 and in a third to 40 in a third. We've got 34 strikeouts to 32. Uh, and we've got a whip of 126 to 112 and 13 uh, points separating the ERA as well. Um, I seem to have handicapped the Orioles and the Yankees every day for about three weeks. So, like, I don't know what else I could <laughs> say about the. Uh, you know, these things. These two pitchers actually faced each other last week. Uh, Zimmerman, um, they did get to him a little bit. Um, not hugely. I think it's a little bit of lucky He did uh, seven hits, uh, five earned runs on five innings pitched. Um, but in the same game, Montgomery went uh, seven hits um, and three earned runs as well. So I don't know. It's a, it's a real, it's a real tight one here. Um, I'm not unhappy taking Baltimore I took them I think I took them every day uh, last week in various guises. Um, today uh, I think that the the run line might be the line for Baltimore uh, just a little bit like Washington take the underdogs uh, Baltimore um, at plus money again plus 105 with that one and a half uh, run start. Um, yeah, they've been more than competitive Baltimore. Um, I wouldn't put you off the uh, the money line to be honest with you. Uh, but I'll be a little bit more conservative, which isn't like me, and I'll take Baltimore on the run line. Um, what do you think about this one, Noah?
1: Yeah. So, the, like you said, the the listeners that are listening to every podcast, they would have heard me uh, giving out the PVB for this exact matchup last week, and Correct. in this exact yeah. in this exact matchup, Zimmerman he does not. Usually do too well against the Yankees. A lot of the Yankees have great hitting numbers against Zimmerman. So I'm gonna be on the other side of this game uh, from you. I, I'm gonna take the Yankees on the money line, the run line, and I'll take the over eight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I remember the I think I did quite well with some of those Baltimore players uh in DFS, particularly actually last week. Um that was that was good info. Uh next is a 720. Eastern first pitch, which is the Phillies at the Braves. Uh, Kyle Gibson uh, goes for the Phillies. And Max Freed uh, is on the hill for Atlanta. Um, the lines are... Uh, the Phillies are slight underdogs at plus 126. Atlanta are minus 145. The or under is set at 7.5. A good game to handicap this one. Relatively tight game. Uh, Kyle Gibson has been going along uh, fine. He's three and two, three ninety eight ERA. Uh, started eight games, forty three innings pitched. Has struck out thirty seven with a whip of um, one twenty three. Uh, and Max Freed is four and two. Uh, has an ERA of three thirty one. Uh, again, eight games started, 49 in his pitch. He struck out 47 and has a whip of 1.04. Um, Gibson's been reliable in every start, apart from one against the Dodgers. Uh, the, and the Dodgers, obviously, with that lineup, can get to absolutely anyone. Um, Max Freed hasn't particularly convinced me in his last two starts. He's given up uh, three and four earned runs in those two starts. Uh, the conclusion I came to here, uh, I've written down a really sweaty over. That's what we're going to have here. We're going to take the over seven and a half um, and it's going to land on eight. So we're not going to win this one easy. It's not going to finish nine, six. We're not going to get 15 runs. Uh, we're going to take the over and we're going to win by half a run. But uh, there's, nothing, uh, there's nothing wrong with winning by half a run. No, and that's what we're going to do here. Uh, what did you think about the um,
1: Phillies at the Bridge? You know, that was my most confident confident pick in this matchup. I look at it and a lot of people are going to see Freed, Gibson. That's a good pitch as a matchup. And when you dig a little bit deeper, that Philly's bullpen is not great. So I think once this Braves hitting lineup can get into that bullpen, they should be able to see success. some success. Oh my God, I can't talk. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like this over. <clears throat> so. And I don't think it's going to be a very public play either, just by looking at the pitching matchup. So I like the over seven and a half, and I'll take the Braves to win and cover the run line.
0: Yeah, I think the names in the so. records. The names in the records who kind of instantly point towards the under, but just a little bit of recency there. Um on Max Fried and that and that dodgy start gives out against the Dodgers. And like you say, the the Phillies pen as well. Um yeah, I think we can get to the over. Uh next is a seven forty Eastern first pitch, the Detroit Tigers. And the Minnesota Twins, uh, we have had some discombobulation regarding the uh, Detroit pitcher here because our handicapped Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, but you since telling me that Tarek Scooble, uh is going for Detroit, so I'll defer to you uh, this game a little while. Sunny Gray uh, is on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, the Twins are minus two twenty-two favorites. Detroit are plus one eighty-seven. Over under a set of eight and a half. Um Sonny Gray one and one, three forty-eight ERA pitched 20 and two thirds when we had the late start of the season uh, for Sonny Gray, 25 strikeouts and a 126 whip. Um what I've written down for Gray's been steady, verging on the good. Uh, so we're getting there. He needs to limit his walk, <laughs> so that that's key uh, for Sonny Gray. Um Minnesota 13 and 8 at home. Uh, I thought the bigger a slightly better Right, Obviously, I'd written down Minnesota on the run line because I thought this had an E-Rod blow-up spot written all over it. Now, we're not going to get the chance to see that um, because you're going to tell us about Tarek Skubal and if he can uh, keep Detroit competitive here, uh, Noah.
1: Yeah, so Erod, like you mentioned, Eduardo Rodriguez, who is the opening day starter for the Tigers, has been quite disappointing this year. Um, And in his last start against Tampa Bay, um, Tampa Bay, no... uh, God, I cannot talk. They normally hit very well against Erod, and they bounced him out of the first inning. He did leave due to injury, but they put up three runs on him and, like, four at-bats. It was kind of crazy. So... I think I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast too, but this tiger's starting rotation is just down to the bitter and it's Tarek Scoogle and like young guns that we've brought up from the minor leagues. So the way school has been pitching this year so far, he's been lights out and it has, a lot of this fan base believe in that this is the opening day starter. This is the ACE for years to come so far this year. He is uh three and two in 44.2 innings pitched. He's giving up uh, given up nine total runs um, with 50 strikeouts to eight walks on the year. Um, diving into his profile a little bit more, his last, Three outings, he has not given up a run. So that is 18 straight innings with no runs. And in those 18 innings, he has 21 strikeouts. So, yeah, this kid's just an absolute stud. And Sonny Gray, like you mentioned, he's actually been quite good this year. And we were talking offline, this is sort of a sneaky pitching matchup. So, the reason why I know is going is because um, he got drilled last week in his start by a line drive right off the shin. And because of Erod missing the day, they decided to throw Fiedo, uh due to a rainout yesterday. And now Monday, um, brisky's going and it moves scoobal into erod's rotational spot so it works out good for the tigers but overall just not a pretty situation for i don't know the next month for the tigers here with just no veteran pitching yeah they're having to move all the pieces around um the one little nugget i've got on detroit
0: that i'll point out is that the by far the lowest scoring team uh in MLB. They've scored 33 fewer runs uh than the Pirates who were the uh, the second lowest scoring team. I think they scored 110 runs uh Detroit, which mm. is um yeah
1: particularly I, I think I, I mean I play with some Hispanics on my college ball team, and and they say the same thing. I mean, up here in America, it's it's cold in the north, and they don't really get going until it gets warmer, and we see that with Miguel Cabrera every year. He's heating up right now. He's hitting like 333 in his last 10 games or something like that, so um, it just, it, it's kind of normal. Last year, they had a rough start, and then they got really hot in the summer months. It, it You hate you hate, it. It sucks that it happens, but you can't blame them for not being used to the weather. It's hard to adjust to Yeah, Yeah, they're they're already a few, about two weeks behind the curve from last
0: season when they actually started heating up. Uh, So we've been waiting for that to kick in. So we'll just have to see. Um, I'll tell you what they could do with Noah. They could do with some athletic greens and their AG1 supplement. That'll sort them out. Uh, One delicious scoop of AG1. Uh, and the Detroit Tigers will absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole foods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help them start their day right. Uh, a special blend of ingredients, uh, which supports the gut, health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery focus, and aging, uh, all the things the Detroit Tiger needs to get back uh, in the wind column. Costs less than $3 a day. Uh, you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. That's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you
1: think my fantasy team can get that too?
0: I'm not even sure Athletic Greens could save your fantasy team, mate. (laughs) Uh, They need a few nose beers or something. But uh, maybe you could uh, write the shift this week. Who knows? Um, Next up is the 7.45 Eastern first pitch. The Toronto Blue Jays at the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Kevin Gorsman goes for Toronto. And uh, Jordan Hicks is the pitcher, I reckon. Uh, is going to take the hill uh, for St Louis. There are no lines. I've got no lines on this uh, whatsoever um, because I think you say that the pitching for the for St Louis hasn't been confirmed yet. Although I believe it to be Jordan Hicks. Um, Noah, uh, did you uh, get to handicap this one much with with that TBD pitchers? You have anyone for uh, St Louis against Toronto? Uh,
1: so you, you said you found Jordan Hicks which took, which took me a little bit off guard because I didn't find somebody but I mean on the other side when you got Kevin Gosman on the mound does it really matter um, Gosman's 3-3 three and three on the year with a 252 ERA 57 strikeouts to only three walks on the season and 51.2 innings pitch Gosman is coming off a start where he put up his lowest total of strikeouts in a game so far this season with only three against the Mariners there's no probable Pitcher, well, there, Jordan Hicks probably going, but I look for a good back, well, bounce back spot and bounce back performance from Gosman here.
0: Um, exact opposite, I'm afraid. uh I am feeding wow. these blue jeans. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's not. It's not. So, Gaussman what if I'm I told fading. you
1: under? What if? I, what if we? What if we compromise on an under?
0: I will take the under. I've got no problem with that at all. Obviously, we we'll need to see a number. Because it's okay. gonna be low, they're just gonna see Goldsman's name on there, and it's gonna be seven. Like, so I'd struggle it's eight to take the seven. Hicks puts up identical lines every time he pitches. All the, the, it's just twos and threes everywhere. And that's all you can see. Two hits, three runs, three runs, two hits, three and ins, two hits, three, uh, two walks. So there's twos and threes across the board. Um, for Hicks. Um, however, the blue jays are just I, I did mention on the earlier podcast that they're starting to concern me. Um and I had a, I've had had a little bit of a deeper dive since we recorded that this afternoon. Um, so yeah, they're 22 and 19. Um, Their expected win-loss, um, so the Pythagorean uh, win-loss, it's, it's got them at 19 and 22. Um, so they haven't been very good and they've also been a bit lucky as well. Um, so I don't think that's going to hold as much. I th- really, it was the price, I think. With, with Gossman on the mound, I think St Louis will be a big price here. Uh, they've got a good lineup. I think St Louis have got every chance of winning this game um, against a Toronto side who uh, aren't convincing me even a little bit. So yeah, uh, I'll take St Louis on the money. I don't know what it'll be. Um, I'm guessing it'll be plus money uh, with uh, Gosman going for the Blue Jays. So yeah, give me St Louis uh, as a live dog. We need to see the price, uh, but yeah, I'll go for it. I'll go for that one. Um... Next is an 810 Eastern first pitch, which is the Guardians at the Astros. Uh again, TBD pitcher. No, it's not TBD, it's Cal Quantrill. I got to the bottom of this one. Uh Cal Quantrill is going to go uh, for the Guardians and Framba Valdez uh will go for the Houston Astros. Uh the lines are not up. I don't have any lines for this one, unfortunately. Um Quantrill, uh one and two with a 348 ERA. Um Started seven games, pitched forty-one and a third, um, twenty-five strikeouts in a one-nineteen whip. Baldus is three and two with a two-sixty-eight ERA. Started eight games, forty-seven innings pitched, thirty-nine Ks in a one-twenty-six whip. Um, Quantrill's been good. Oh, uh, so he's been okay. He's he gets deep into games. He's very reliable. He gets you six or seven innings every time. Um, Valdez has only given up four runs in his last 20 and two thirds. He struck out 20. Um, like I just talked about with Jordan Hicks. actually, you get a very similar line with Valdez every time. Um, Houston at 12 and five at home. Trust Valdez, but I think Quantrill can go all right here. Obviously, I haven't seen a line. Uh, I don't think the are will to be too prohibitive, though. So I'd be leaning towards the under if we can see maybe an eight and a half or possibly an eight uh, an under for me. Cleveland at Houston, Noah.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love this under. I like, I like Quantrill. Um, he's very fun to watch uh, as as we face him a couple of times a year with uh, being in the AL Central. And I mean, Framber Valdez. There's nothing really uh, much I can add on to you. Just he's a stud as well on the mound so under would be my choice in this game and then i'd take the astros to win and cover the run line on my tally site so check out on uh the sports gambling mlb picks i'll have every every game chosen money money line run line totals um last <clears throat> last week i kind of took a couple of games off just so i could appear on some leaderboards and get back at some <laughs> internet trolls but yeah i'll be back to my usual grind this week
0: uh, the cynical, cynical manoeuvre, mate. That's very crafty. I like it. I am all <laughs> for it. The next game on the card is uh, the clash of the Sox. It is the Red Sox and the White Sox. Eight 10 to first pitch. Nick Pavetta goes for the Boston Red Sox and Dylan Cease uh, for the Chicago White Sox. Um, Dylan Cease and the White Sox are uh, the favourites at minus 161. Boston plus 138. Over or under is set at eight. Um, Yeah, Nick Pavetta, let's just have a look. He's two and four, 422 ERA uh, so far for Pavetta. He's pitched 42 and two thirds in eight starts. uh, He's coming off that complete game too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 41 strikeouts and um, a whip of 1.15. Um, and as Noah says, yeah, he pitched a, a complete game last time. He gave up one earned run on two hits, striking out eight um, against Houston, uh, which was a stellar performance from Pavetta. Uh, Dylan Cease uh, has also been, been going through the gears as well. Uh, Dylan Cease is four and one. Uh, he has an ERA of 3.09. Uh yeah but Nick Pavetta' is, um you tend to if you sign up for Nick Pavetta, you just have to get on the roller coaster and see like how much fun you have because you never really know what you what you're getting uh however, that's kind of leveled out uh,
1: relatively recently um let me ask you this however though. so go on then. so the complete game seems like it's getting more and more rare. It's almost like we're treating it as a no hitter and the no hitter is being treated as a perfect game right now with yeah. the way that uh, the, the bullpen management and the starting pitching uh, like pitch limit is being managed. Um, yeah. So is this like, would you kind of fade this like a guy coming off a no hitter?
0: A little bit. Yeah. Um, I like to feed. certainly or oh, even a couple of uh, years ago there was a, there was a school of thought you would always fade a pitcher off like a 10 strikeout performance just because they they're almost ready to fall off next time out and that's a little <laughs> bit like when when you've got the complete when you've thrown a complete game uh, ready to fade him i mean compare that with Dylan Cease's last three games we're talking about how well Dylan Cease has been pitching and he has 4 and 1 3.09 ERA how three starts have been five innings four innings and five and two thirds
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. But so, with I mean, those, you get, you're averaging half
1: a game. Yeah. With those strikeouts, I mean, he's racking up his own pitch count. He's getting 10, 11, 12 strikeouts in a game. Yeah. That's 46 pitches in its own just on the 12 strikeouts or whatever. The 10 strikeouts.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard no way to say. I just think it's, I have to feed Pavetta. Yeah. Um. To be honest, the, the, I, I hadn't, I'd faded him, I'm going to fade him, but I hadn't, not because of the complete game. Actually, you've thrown that in, uh, and that just makes me feel a little bit better about it. Um, Boston, I've been better. Uh, they've just won that uh, four-game set at the week uh, over the weekend. Um, yeah, but Cease has been rolling. I think this could be relatively low scoring. Uh, White Sox got that... Uh, Win eventually over the over the Yankees and uh, the face of all that Tim Anderson nonsense uh, over the weekend. Yeah, I think the White Sox will win. I think it might be a little four one, a little four two, something like that. Um, and I was having to actually take the uh, White Sox on the run line here uh, plus one thirty, uh, getting that run and a half start. Um, I think your Pavetta has got a potential blow up in him because it's all been going a little bit too well Uh, and I just don't trust it
1: so yeah I think that could go that way but um, what do you think? I mean, that's my angle. I really like it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fading Pivetta coming off the complete game. And uh, like you said, it might just kind of be due. And it's cease on the other end. So, you know, you're going to get four, five, six good innings from the guy. Um, the minus 150 seems like it, it's a little juicier, but I don't have much um, – I guess nervousness. I don't know. I can't think of a better word off the top of my head, but this Boston bullpen has been uh like you said, a roller coaster as of late. Um, you, you never know what you're gonna get from the, the back end guys, so they are rolling as of right now, but I mean I'll take the White Sox on the money line, the spread, and I'll take the over in this game. Oh, going the
0: other way. So White Sox. Uh, with the disagreement on the lines.
1: Right, okay,
0: Patrick, uh, here we go. Manscaped, <sighs> are you ready? I'm going to add, uh, I mean, I'll <laughs> so take a deep breath. Are you ready? Let's go for it. Sweaty sack summer is approaching, and it's time for you to prioritise the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. Uh, we've had the honour of testing the here at SGP, uh, and apparently it is the softest fabric of any underwear, uh, so breathable that it's like gills for your groin, but even trademark the jewel pouch so you know it's serious. It sounds serious. I think it's time you invested in your family jewels, let your bulls breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code SGP at manscaped.com. So let's say, for example, now you're on a date and your partner catches that Manscaped trademark on the waistband of your pants. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like the billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. Uh, so outside of uh, that, you've got the the lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer for below the waist grooming. Uh, the jewel pouch cradles your boys in their own special space lined with perforated performance fabric. Um, Michael modal fabric is buttery soft and breathable. Uh, the tagless waistband hooks your body without digging in and it is flat against your skin to reduce chaffing. Front fly, easy access uh, and you can choose from any arrangement of designs and colours and sizes ranging from small to 3XL. Did you say chaffing? You. Chaffing, yeah. What did <laughs> you want me to what say? Chaffing? <laughs> Would you like me to say chaffing? I, that's, I think that's what the word is, right? <laughs> Well, in your country, let a thousand <laughs> let a thousand blossoms bloom. The words chaffing, yeah, so <laughs> that's funny. Of all the stupid things I've said on this podcast, you can't hang me up about chaffing. Listen, if I went and spoke to any one of my mates tomorrow, like if and I said, "Oh, I was the I was the new pants. so I played baseball in the weekend. Me, uh, me bollocks were chaffing against me leg. <laughs> like ch- chaffing is the acceptable pronunciation." <laughs> uh, and I refuse to uh, back down on that um, what am I doing I'm giving you all 20% off so you can avoid chaffing uh, free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com once the box is 2.0 touch your sack you'll never look back I'm going to think of something that rhymes with chaffing now and make my own little
1: ad read for well, the next one what, what we need to do is make our own little ad read about Andrew Chaffin or Chaffin. Oh, of course, yeah. <clears throat> there you go. You see that? Yeah.
0: We see a Chaffin or a Chaffin. Uh, I, I think he's Chaffin.
1: <laughs> I, there I, you go, then.
0: That poor he's, a man can't
1: be Chaffin. He's, he's a big man. He's got some big legs. He might be chafing. He's a hairy man as
0: well. He's got that, uh, <laughs> that great, <too. laughs> he's got that mullet and that great Tashco. And so yeah, I reckon the uh nice curls on it a bit as of a, well. A bit of a man rug down there to sort out. Yeah, he should be the uh poster boy, really. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, should. Yeah, we'll sort that out. Um what a, we nearly got through that, and then you chi- uh, chimed up with your
1: chaffing chat. and uh, it, it made Patrick laugh. That's that's all I meant.
0: Yeah, yeah, we uh that was that little three minute Uh, piece was exclusively for Patrick. I hope you enjoyed that mate. Um, Next, where should we go? We'll go to the Texas Rangers at the LA Angels uh, 9.38 Eastern first pitch. Dane Dunning goes for Texas and Noah Syndergaard goes for the Angels. Uh, The Rangers are an underdog at plus 148 uh, Thor and the Angels are minus 175 the over under is set at 8.00 Dunning 1 and 2, 392 ERA, 43 and 2 thirds, 43Ks, and a 121 whip. Syndergaard, 3-2, uh, a 360 ERA. Uh, started six games, 30 innings pitched, pitch, 22 ks and a 123 whip. Um, Dunning had a bad out in two starts ago against Boston. Um, but he's been okay apart from that. He's slightly worse on the road, uh, which is a mild concern here. Um Syndergaard got smashed up last time at uh, Texas, as it happens. Uh, he only managed two outs in that game; uh, gave up four earned runs. Uh, but he was great before that. Um, I know, it might have been you who pointed out, uh, you or Dylan, that his um, his velo was down a little bit, and that you that was a red flag for a potential yeah. blow up uh, for <clears throat> Syndergaard. So maybe. Maybe that came home the roost last time out. Um, yeah, I said his game was this- down,
1: yeah, and what? he was due for a blow up, and then he gave him out on my DFS lineup, and then he blew up. I, I, <laughs> actually, hilarious. I played him that night. That
0: was the night yeah. I wrote down everything you said, and I played him that night. Yeah, and woke up a, he a like and he looked like the best guy later. on
1: the slate, but that was that was not yeah. pretty.
0: Yeah, it like minus three and a half points or something. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I think that actually
1: um, was correct.
0: Yeah, two dollars. I'm never gonna see again.
1: Um so yeah, the the
0: key the key to this game is whether or not you you fancy the Cinder God uh, bounce back. Uh if you think he's gonna bounce back, you you take them. Um the Angels bats are in good form as well. I know uh Mike Trout nearly hit for the cycle last night. Um I think it was last night, or it might have been the night before. Uh show here is still rolling. Um the angels are fourteen and eight at home. Now just checking these odds again because I got this earlier on at minus 130. Now, you see that's moved. I wrote down this should be minus 150. Now it's updated to minus 175. So actually that's that's flip-flopped a lot. That changes things a little bit. You, if you were uh if you're an early bird and got that minus 130 at Winbet about 2 hours ago, um then you're in business. I can't rightfully give that out at minus 175. Uh, I, I could go to the under here because, like I said, Dunning's been going okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pivot away. I'll ask. I'll get your opinion here because I was happy with the Angels at minus one thirty, but not at this revised price. No.
1: Yeah, um, I would say this. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be nervous about playing the Rangers on the money line. They've been better than expected this year. And my actual angle for this game is Dane, Dane Dunning strikeout prop because. Guy's been consistently racking up five, six, seven strikeouts a game, and the Angels are one of the worst teams um, in strike in strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. So, um, yeah, they do have a ton of offensive boppers, but they do. It's basically like three true outcomes with that team: they're either hitting a home run, they're striking out, or they're walking. So, um, I-, I would be looking into a strikeout prop on Dunning if it's not over like know. this seven. Yeah, I like Dunning. He's been he's good to watch. That'll be a good game to watch, actually.
0: Um the 9 4 Eastern first pitch is the Kansas City Royals at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um on the mound for Kansas City uh, will be Jonathan Heasley. Uh and on the mound for Arizona is uh Zach Gallon. Um the lines, if I can just fetch him up. Uh, Kansas City are Plus 157, Uh, Arizona minus 183. That's probably the shortest price the D-backs have been so far this season. Uh, Over under set at eight and a half. Uh, Noah, you can lead us off with uh, Kansas in the minus 183 Arizona Diamondbacks.
1: Yeah, um, the minus 183 is going to scare me off the money line, but it's not going to scare me off the run line here uh Jonathan Heasley, he's 0-2 on the year with a 432 ERA with only two strikeouts and seven walks and 8.1 innings pitched. He has started two games. His record, o- his record owns losses against the White Sox and the Rangers so far this year with only one strikeout in each game. Personally, I'm kind of rooting against this guy, so that way Brady Singer can sneak back into the rotation and get another opportunity. As for Zach Gallon, he's 3-0 and on the year with a 1-1 one- ERA 39 strikeouts only 8 walks in 39 innings pitched Gallon has been one of the best arms this season just riding under the radar the milk jug has wins in 3 of his last 4 outings and that one other start was a no decision versus the Cubs where he had 9 strikeouts and only gave up 1 run I love the D-backs to win this game cover the spread and keep it under did you just call him the milk jug? yes sir Oh,
0: is that a thing that you've just called him, or is this a real thing? Well, uh, uh, you get
1: a gallon of milk from the grocery store, <laughs> yeah. and
0: I worked Yeah, I work That I, I did have to. Yeah, I ran it through. We brain for about six seconds, and I got. I reached that conclusion. I just didn't know if this was a common nickname <laughs> or if something that you were just trying to get the
1: stick. I for. don't. I don't think it is. I think I've seen it on Twitter from like one other account, and then I kind of just took it and ran with it a couple of times. Okay, of good.
0: Yeah, count me in. I will from henceforth uh, call him the milk jug. Um <laughs> Heasley, I just happened to look at Jonathan Easily, and he could be Andrew Chaffin's twin brother. He's got the little curly mullet coming out <laughs> the back. He's like, he's quite a jolly looking, round faced fella uh, with the tash and the the uh, curly mullet going on. So yeah, this is all tying in. People think this show is just thrown together, uh, Noah, and I'm here to tell you different. Um, Oh, I really? It, I mean,
1: I passed out until recording Yeah, time, yeah, you did so. <laughs> You didn't crank out a
0: four-hour nap this afternoon while I was waiting for you to join me. So, yeah, that's a decent effort. Um, All right, yeah, the under on this one. Um, I like Gallon's that. been great. Yeah, Gallon's been great. And he hasn't been too bad. And also, I do think the D-backs bats are going to cool off a little bit. So even if... Uh, Arizona can comfortably win this. It might be something like a, a 5 1 game. Uh, so the 8.5 seemed really high for me. Uh, and I had quite a strong feeling, because uh, Kansas City aren't hitting either. Uh, that this could quite easily get to, to get to the under 8.5. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot. Uh, next is a 9 40 Eastern first pitch between the Oakland Athletics and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, James Caprilian goes for Oakland and George Kirby for Seattle. Uh Seattle are the favourites minus one fifty-three. Oakland plus one thirty-one. Over or under is set at seven and a half. Uh Caprillian is 0 and two. 450 ERA. He's pitched 18 innings. 16 strikeouts and a 128 whip. Uh Kirby is 0 1 uh, with a 360 ERA. Uh yeah, three starts for for George Kirby, um, has pitched 15 innings and struck out 11 to a whip of one13 caprillian Caprillion's been good. He started really well last season and I picked him up in a few places and I think we backed him a few times and got some results and then he kind of fell off a cliff. Um, He's given up no more than two earned runs um, in his last three starts and I've got no issues with him on the road either. Seems to be quite settled uh, on the road. Um, Kirby had two excellent starts when he first came up um, and then Boston caught him last time for uh, eight hits and five earned runs. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what to expect from Kirby here. It's it's how Kirby reacts. Um, I, with a little combination here, I'm going to back Kirby's ability and I'm also going to back Caprillion's recent performances uh, and that led me to the under, under seven and a half. Here at minus 103. Uh you mentioned on the earlier pod today, I think, about Auckland's uh AAA lineup as well. Uh, so not expecting a load of runs from then. So yeah, all of that pointed to the under. I don't uh seven and a half, often a bit skinny for me, but um looking at that, I've I got that at minus one oh three. Uh so Auckland at Seattle Noah.
1: Yeah, um I'm Really hoping that Kirby can take advantage of this weak lineup that you mentioned because uh, I will be starting him in in fantasy. Uh, <clears throat> the kid has a lot of talent, some very good promise from him. Um, so uh, it, it seems like a good play to be taking to Se- Seattle on the money line. I'll pick them to uh, cover the spread, and I really like that under. That under is going to be my favorite bet from this game, under seven and a half.
0: OK, so co-signed, uh, no other on the under. Uh, next, we have two games left uh, to handicap. The 9.40 Eastern first pitch is the Milwaukee Brewers at the San Diego Padres. Corbin Burns for the Brewers and Blake Snell uh, for the Padres. I bet you there's been some line movement here as well. This is the, that time of night where uh, it's, it's after midnight here now where I am. But I think, obviously, America's just waking up uh, and the odds that there's a change and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'm going to talk you through what's happened here. So the Brewers are minus 130, San Diego plus 111. Over under Unders at six and a half. Uh, again, I, when I handicapped this earlier on, I got Milwaukee at minus 115, which was my pick. And they've now uh, shortened up to minus 130. Uh, but you've got this one covered,
1: Noah. So uh, talk us through um, Milwaukee at San Diego. Yeah, so two years ago, we would have said this is a pitcher's duel and a must-watch game. But with Snell's recent injuries, it's tough to guarantee that still. In his first start back... Snell took a loss to the Phillies where he gave up three runs and 4.2 innings pitched with five strikeouts and three walks. As for Corbin Burns, the reigning NL Cy Young winner, he is one and two on the year, but his record does not reflect how good he has been so far this year. Again, he owns a 226 ERA with 62 strikeouts and only eight walks in 52.1 innings pitched. He's not, he's not quite off to that heroic start where he went like 55 strikeouts to zero walks but it's still really dang good in his second start this season I'm hoping Blake Snell steps up a little bit and plays into the moment to give us a nice under however I'll take the Brew crew to win the Padres to cover the run line
0: um, yeah I thought this was a great chance for Milwaukee to take on Snell um, I hope Snell gets back to, to something like a uh, d- decent form um, like you say, he's had that, he had that one start, um, still not really what to expect from him. And I think the Brewers seem well-placed to take advantage of that uh, against the lefty as well. Uh, so, yeah, really tight game. Um, it was certainly tight there earlier on when I saw the prices. And I was just taking the better picture here, pretty straightforward. I don't think there's much between the 2 lineups, Uh So give me um, the better and more reliable pitcher in Corbin Burns. So Milwaukee at minus 115, um, has shifted slightly towards minus 130. So have a shop around and see what you can find there. But yeah, the Brewers, uh, the Brewers
1: are the bet for me. That's a low total, uh, but the Padres have been basically automatic on the under. They've been the Reds for the under this year so far.
0: Yeah, they're the opposite end. Um, <coughs> last game is 9.45 Eastern first pitch. Is the New York Mets at the San Francisco Giants. Chris Bassett uh, goes for the Mets and Logan Webb goes for the Giants. The lines are New York are underdogs here at plus plus one hundred and forty. San Francisco at minus 133. Uh, another low total over under is set at seven. Um, Bassett is four and two with the 277 ERA. Started eight games, 48 and two thirds pitched, 49 strikeouts and a 109 whip. Uh, Logan Webb, five and one, 354 ERA. Eight games started, 48 and one third pitched, 34 Ks in a 126 um, Bassett, uh, four and a one twenty-six whip. Bassett, four earned runs on nine hits last time out against St. Louis. Uh, but he'd been stellar before that. Um, St. Louis also got to where uh, Logan Webb two starts ago. Um, and generally, uh, if you take those, those two St. Louis starts out, and I know you can't just randomly take any starts out, uh, that fit your narrative. Um, but I think Bassett's been sharper than Webb so far this season. So for me, this was a case of a slightly better picture and a slightly better team. New, I think the Mets are a better team uh, than the Giants. And uh, plus money, plus 114 um, for a better baseball team. I'll take that all day, every day. Yeah, this is a strong pick for me uh,
1: and, a, and a plus money uh, underdog, Noah. You know what? You you can't take two games out of, Saint, out of his record for St. Louis. If you can do that, I can do that. I'm going to do that. It was one game Logan each.
0: West. I didn't take – it was one I'm, game from each pitcher. That made it even.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, Logan one, has one, two games against St. Louis too.
0: <laughs> I think it was his thing. Yeah, it was uh, – he had one decent one, and then uh, two starts ago, maybe they got to him. A little yeah. Bit. yeah. It was, it was, it struck me as a as a decent comparison to make because I was taking out one start against St. Louis. Um, yeah, it was the one on the seventh of May where he went for eight hits and four earned runs, which was a very similar length uh, as the Bassett one was nine hits and four earned runs. So that meant I could offset them.
1: If that's yeah. all right with you, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I I misunderstood you then, but I will say this. <laughs> The Logan Webb record of five and one doesn't actually reflect. He's actually been not as good as he was last year to start this year. Exactly. Yeah. He has to be in the shop. Yeah. So I, I I like the under for this matchup because I like both pitchers. I like Matt. I like Bassett. I like Webb. I'm a pitcher guy. I've been giving out a lot of unders on this Monday and Tuesday slate here today. But uh, this is going to be another one. I, I like the under, and you, it's it's St. Louis. They scrap these games out at home. They're down a couple of games in the NL West race. I think this is one that they get against the Mets. I, I, I have San Francisco winning the first two games of the series against the Mets.
0: Okay. Uh, well, you're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion there. Um, <laughs> okay, we've got our, got our lock and dunk to come. Before that, though. Uh, let's make sure that you're safe online with IP Vanish. Um, if you use incognito mode, that doesn't actually protect your privacy. Um, without the security, uh, added security of IP Vanish, you may as well give all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why at the SGPN we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. It uh, encrypts 100% of your data. So, details, passwords, communications, browsing history, importantly, et cetera. It uh, will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, you can use IP Vinish on unlimited devices, uh, computers, tablets, phones, fire sticks. It uh, doesn't sacrifice any speed. Uh, you can stream your media on there. Um, do it a home more in public. Um, one push of a button, and you are in business with IP Vanish. Uh, they're offering seventy percent off a yearly plan for our listeners uh, with a thirty-day money-back guarantee. Uh, the equivalent to getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. Take your privacy back today with the brand-rated four point six out of five on TrustPilot. Go to ipvanish.com/sgp and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, then, No, I think we did a great job there. I'm, I'm full of confidence about this Tuesday night uh, picks. Um, sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Always confident. Um, you can lead off, young man. Give us your lock and dog.
1: So my lock is going to be... I might just give out two plus money picks because those are my two conf- most confident ones today. Do um, So let's make the dog the Washington Nationals run line, plus one and a half, plus 125. And let's make the lock Arizona Dimebacks, minus one and a half at plus 100.
0: Wow. Okay. I love that. Uh, like you said, the, yeah, there's an air of confidence around this podcast uh, tonight. Um, I'm going to do the same as you. Uh, not intentionally, <laughs> actually, um, because my lock was even money. So I suppose it technically a plus five. It's plus, plus yeah. 100. Um, however, it's shifted to plus 114. I'm taking the New York Mets. Uh, I'm taking Chris Bassett um, to beat Logan Webb. Um, and yeah, I can get that at plus 114. And also, my dog's going to be in run line the same as yours. I'm going to take Chicago White Sox uh, trust Dylan Cease, don't trust Nick Bavetta. Fairly straightforward. Um, and yeah, the, that blow-up might be coming. We, we might be back on the roller coaster uh, this time tomorrow with Nick Bavetta. Uh, so yeah, I'll take like Chicago White Sox with the runs, uh, plus 130. Um, yeah, we did a good job there, mate. Um, maybe that four-hour sleep's just got you in the right headspace. You might have to start doing that every day.
1: i day. day. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go for more. Ready to go. <laughs> uh, ready to right. run through a brick okay. wall.
0: <laughs> I think we've got slightly delirious at the last 10, but as we've handicapped a lot of I'm, baseball and we've chatted I'm a lot ready of baseball, to, you had a I'm third ready to pod to do
1: as well, did he? Yeah, I know. I got a college baseball pod to go. Um, But yeah, I'm ready to be Josh Donaldson and run through two different teams, my own team and the White Sox team. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And any
0: Neutral out there as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Continue to get in touch. I enjoyed having a little chat with some people. Uh, the Slack channel is a very vibrant place, uh, as are the nightly DFS contests as well. A uh, little bit of fun. For a couple of dollars you can't go wrong. It's worth it just for the crack, really. Um, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use the uh, SGP. And that means the the banter, no, is what we're talking about. Uh yeah, so I know,
1: but the way you know, he said that was caught me off guard, and I thought it was funny.
0: Uh, like rate review, we need to get higher to sixty-nine in those shots. Oh, there there uh, you by go. By all means,
1: that, that's another. That's another little. uh oh, it's old.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we definitely got to double and it's, tw- it's 22 minutes after midnight I am going to go to bed and listen to some baseball on the radio while I'm there thank you everybody for listening we'll be back tomorrow with more of this silliness uh, so what's not to like about any of that uh, take care, we'll see you down the road cheers